0: We're certainly grateful, again, for hearts that are willing to say, go. For hearts that are willing to say, Lord, use me. Uh, I was listening to the things that they were sharing there and I'm just reminded of how blessed we are in America today. If we're not careful, I think we're so blessed we take for granted the good things of God that he has provided for us We're resting in the blessing, sometimes more than we are the blesser. And I'm just grateful when I get an opportunity to hear uh, of how God is moving in places that would just love to have what we have sometimes here in America. The privilege and the liberties that we have today, the blessings that we have. If you love the Lord, stand with me for a few moments all over the church. Give the Lord another praise for these that have gone and not only for these but all across this world those that are making the sacrifice to accomplish the will of god in their life how many is that your desire today if you have your bibles turn with me just for a moment to psalms chapter 133 psalm 133 i'm going to share with you briefly from the word of god a message that has been in my spirit uh, for some time and throughout my ministry, it has uh, been a core piece, an initiative of my heart and my life. And I believe today should be for the church as well. When you have it. Say, "Amen." Psalms one thirty-three, beginning with verse one: "Behold, how good and how pleasant it is!" for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. In Ephesians chapter four, beginning with verse one, the word said, "I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called." Verse two, he said, "With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering for bearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity." Somebody shout, "Unity!" of the Spirit in the bond of peace there is one body and one spirit even as you are called in one hope of your calling one lord one faith one baptism one god and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all i want to share for a few moments this morning on this thought and i believe that if you'll make yourself available to god and ask him to just speak to your heart how many want to be transformed as i preached last week I'm going to be transformed in my life. His word is transforming if we allow it to be. God, take your word today and change me. Amen. And I want to share from this thought this morning, doing it God's way. Doing it God's way. Father, we love you. We're so grateful to be in your house, Lord, to be... To be able to be blessed here at Stoneville, to have a sanctuary with air conditioning and cooling and comforts and seating that's comfortable, Lord. But beyond all that, we desire, Father, we desire a move of your presence in our hearts and in our lives. God, we gratefully praise you for the blessings, Lord. We're so grateful for it. But, Father, without the blesser in our life, without the creator moving upon us and in us and through us and transforming us, God, Lord, working through our lives in this community, Father, it's all empty and it's void. Lord, we thank you today for what you've done and what you're going to do. For those that are willing to go, For those, Father, that are willing to sacrifice their time, their lives, their money, their resources, their blessings, to just be able to say, here I am, Lord, use me, send me, have your way in me. And Father, today we ask you, Lord, that you will help us to live life your way. And we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Everybody say, amen. and Amen. You can be seated, look at someone around you and tell them, thank God for unity. Thank God for unity. Unity has been a very, very precious commodity in my life. I'm grateful, amen, for the times that we've seen a unified front, not only in our homes and in certain places and avenues of life, but most importantly in the church. Uh, It's important for us to realize today that God uh, desires us to line up in such a way that we can experience unity not only in our homes and not only in the secular world on our jobs but most importantly as the church today amen unity is very precious it's of high value david looked at it as he began to declare in psalm 133 how precious and how pleasant it was that it was like the oil that ran upon the head of Aaron and down his beard and then began to proceed down his garments to the lower parts of his garments literally covering him. Amen. It was such a precious thing. It was of high value and it was pleasant to his life. How many knows today that God desires to pour that kind of anointing upon you individually and upon your church today? and to anoint us to be able to accomplish some great and mighty things that he has designed for us to accomplish it's precious it is pleasant it is soothing to the very soul i've often said that there are two places that a man ought to have peace and that's one in his home and then in his church amen There ought to be peace in those two places, a place of refuge, a place of refreshing, a place where we can be equipped, a place where we can be discipled. It is a spiritual dwelling place that is very important and vital to the spirituality of us individually. And then as a church today, Uh, I'm not just wanting to come to church. I'm wanting to be the church. Amen. Uh, I don't desire to have my name on a roll alone. I want to be a part of the church of the living God not a part of the church uh, in in essence to a place that my name is written down in an earthly realm but knowing this that my name is written down in the heavenly realm uh, in the book of life that I'm a part of the church of the living God amen I want to know this morning in my life uh, that I'm able to walk in unity that I'm able to walk in the precious ointment of the anointing that comes uh, with a unified body amen to God Uh, there is strength in unity. Unity. Can somebody say, man, uh, there is so much that God can do when we come together. There's so much the enemy would like to keep us from doing, but there is so much that we can do when we come together and we get in the unity of the spirit this morning. I come to tell somebody today that God is wanting to remind us and refreshen us and to get us into that place where we gear ourselves with the right mindset to do what we have to do uh, to create unity in our lives, in our homes uh, and in the church today. Uh, the unity of the spirit so that God can accomplish the things that he desires to accomplish uh, in our lives. I know the devil is doing everything he can to, to come and be a, and, and to get in the midst of your families and to bring sickness into your families and to bring division into your families and to try to destroy your families. Uh, he came to do whatever he could do to destroy you and discourage you but I come to tell somebody this morning that the God of heaven wants to rise up in you and lift you up and give you a courage and a boldness again to declare that God is able to do all things unto them who believe and will trust him today the enemy does not have to win touch somebody and tell them the enemy does not have to win he does not have to get the upper hand in your life and in your family and even in your church when we begin to come to a knowledge of what God desires of us and by his spirit allow him to bring us into that realm and the unity comes together. The unity of the spirit and the the principles of God and the purpose of God begins to flow through the mind by the spirit and then God begins to raise up a a mighty army that will not bow down when the enemy comes in like a flood. We stand and trust that the spirit of the Lord Amen, will raise up a standard against the enemy. somebody and tell them I'm protected in the realm of unity I'm protected amen as a body and as an individual by God and by my faith in him today this is a dwelling place it's a place that's so precious that we ought to do everything we can to try to get there and then stay there can somebody say amen and the word of God said that we must endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace I don't want to get there just yet but I want to tell you David said it's a dwelling place the Bible said how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity it's a place that we can achieve that we can arrive to by the Spirit of God that brings us into a place where we can touch and agree where we can get together in prayer where we can begin to worship in spirit and in truth in agreement together come on somebody we got to understand that God desires this unity to come upon our lives and upon our church and to reach this dwelling place by yielding to the Spirit of God and not our emotions and not our sin nature, not what we think but what God says, not what we uh, uh, want to believe but what God says to be the truth. We yield ourselves to the Spirit of God. Touch somebody and tell them don't quench the Spirit, yield unto the Spirit of God. When you yield to the Spirit of God, you begin to transition and transcend into a place of unity because the Spirit of God will not lead you into a mess. Come on, give God praise if you believe that. The spirit of God will not lead you into division. It will not lead you into confusion. He will not lead you into a mess. The spirit of God will lead you into a unified place because the spirit of God is God in the spirit and has the mind of God and the purpose of God and the anointing of God. Everything that happens in the place of unity by the spirit is, is connected to the father who created it all and somebody ought to understand today that the spirit of God will not lead us into a shipwreck, but he will lead us into victory after victory after victory after victory. Now I know God has done some great things, amen, in our lives and in our church in years past. But I come to tell you, Jesus hadn't returned yet, and there's still more to be done, and there's still an enemy out there that wants to quench it, He wants to squelch it, He wants to stop it. But I come by this morning to tell somebody, Amen, that you God is still on the throne and until we make it we've got a work to do we've got a work to touch somebody and tell them we've got a work to do and we can't do it when we're walking apart from the mindset of God and the spirit of God every day in our life we ought to get up and say God more of you and less of me more of your word and your will and less of me God change me by your spirit lead me into a place Of unity because I need to be in a victorious position, not a position of defeat, but a position that will honor God and that will cause the Lord, amen, to shine His favor upon my life. His graces and His mercies come to those who make themselves available, amen, this morning by yielding. yielding to the spirit of god oh someone told me yesterday said preacher i just need god to move in my life i said yield to him just yield to him i need god to to work in my life yield to him because you know what the enemy is trying to do is is mess our minds up the whole time we know what God's word said, the enemies are uh, speaking to us and trying to get us uh, to act upon doubt and to act upon fear and to act upon division and, and, and opinions and, and emotions. But God said, trust me. He said, Trust me with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me, yield to me, and I will direct your paths. I will bring you into that place where you can begin to see the manifestation, Amen, of God's will, Amen, rolling through of flowing through your life and by the Spirit of God and coming into a place of unity. The devil in all his efforts loves to see division. Amen. He'll mess up your worship life if he can. Come on, somebody. Oh. If he can mess up your worship life, he'll do it. How does he do it? By creating division in our minds. Come on now. You may not like my dodge, but you gotta love me. Amen. That's all right. You don't have to like the car I drive and maybe you don't like to eat steak. I love steak. And maybe we don't always see eye to eye or maybe not ever see eye to eye on everything that we think ought to be but there's one thing that we have to do and that is that we have to be in agreement with the Spirit of God and in unity by the Spirit of God yielding unto Him in spite of our differences and come to a place to where we can walk together in this mindset. You may not like my Dodge but me and you going to worship God together. Amen? You may not eat the same meal I eat but we're going to worship God together you may not like the same things or the way I do things or the way I dress and or or the way I act or the way I talk but there's one thing about it we need to be in unity by the spirit of God because what he did he did not do just for me he did it for all humanity he mm, he did it for everybody touch somebody says everybody and so when we come into the house of God to worship the Bible said those who worship God are going to worship him in spirit and in truth now how many knows today that the devil can mess that up when you come in you've got to be able to yield to God so that you can find yourself in a place where you can yield to the truth of God and that you can love past the differences that you can unify past the differences it's okay to be different but it's not okay to be divided Come on, somebody. I know that's a, that's a word for the church today. It's okay to be different it's just not okay to be divided. When we come into the house of God to worship together, we ought to have that mindset that everything that's going on in our life takes a back seat to who God is and to what he's done and to what he desires to do. I don't need to be divided in my spirit and just because God hasn't moved in areas in my life just yet does not negate the fact that he is still God. He is still moving. He is still able. He is still the blesser. He is still in engaged in my life and so for that I say unto you today that even though you may not have seen God heal in your life yet or seen God move miraculously in your life yet he still deserves a praise even though you may not have given glory even though you may not have seen God move in the way you think he ought to move in your church yet just hold on and yield to the spirit and give God glory give God glory why because God knows by his spirit how to shake us how to make us how to move us and how to bring us into the purpose that he has for us Glory to God. I want to be able to worship and I can't do that. Amen. The way God desires me to do it in spirit and in truth. When I have a divided mind and a divided spirit, I've got to be able to say, amen, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. Yet will I trust him. Though I may be going through uh, moments in my life, I'm still going to continue to worship. I need my worship life intact. I need my prayer life intact. I need to be able to to properly decide people in life and and if the devil can can see us divided then he can attack those things in our life and, and the accomplishing purpose of God is attacked and and I don't know about you but I just don't want to keep going and going and going and getting nowhere Amen. they ain't nothing let me tell you I went to the hospital the day before yesterday and my wife rode with me whisper brother Chris said there he is," he said. "Women always are the boss." I said, "I reckon I should have listened." But I found myself going round and round in the parking garage. Down at Moses Cone, I pulled in, and and I'm riding, and and I'm going round and round. I'm looking for a parking place, and and I look up on the. On the thing there that says 30 year employees. I said, well, Lord, they got a lot of 30 year employees. So I kept driving and I kept driving and circling and circling. And finally it dawned on me that I wasn't getting anywhere. I couldn't find a parking place because I was circling the same floor round and round and round and round. <laughs> and when I finally realized it, I thought to myself, Brother Buddy, my goodness, how dumb can I be and it was anybody ever got frustrated with yourself because I don't like just going in circles and not getting anywhere I want to see some progress I want to see some momentum now we don't always see it as quickly as we'd like to but I want to know that every step I am making is not in vain I want to know that I'm going touch somebody say I want to go somewhere in God I don't want to live my whole life going through the motions of church and never accomplish anything because I did not want to get in unity I want to be able to press on through the mire and the muck and be able to come together and know that of all people in this world, I have a church body I can come to that will begin to get together with me and join with me and stand with me in prayer through the graces and mercies of God. There's nothing that is more frustrating than going and going and going and getting nowhere. The accomplishing purpose of unity brings you into a body that is fitly Joined together and that is equipped to accommodate the needs of the body and the mission of God does somebody say you may not like it but we're together amen come on somebody hallelujah we're part of the body you don't get to decide who becomes part of the body God does Those who turn to God and come to Jesus Christ and are birthed in and born into the kingdom, they are not done by gatekeepers in pulpits and in the church. Amen. It is done by the Spirit of God. And God brings them in. And when God brings them in, they become a part of us. And, and then yet we need to be able to unify so that we can accommodate their needs by discipleship and, and through ministry and ministry uh, decisions that bring us to a place where we can further the gospel. How many want your church to grow? Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you clapped today because I know that's everywhere I've ever been, that's been the desire of my heart. And most every church that I've ever pastored, they had a great desire for the church to grow. And in order to do that, there's going to be some places where we have to learn how to come into unity. We don't ever want to be a church that could have been. We want to be a church that has a testimony because they decided to become, amen. I don't want to be a church that could have reached the harvest but couldn't get it together I don't want to be a Church that could have impacted the community but it couldn't get it together I don't want to be a Church that could have done more to grow in leadership, but they couldn't get it together I don't want to be a Church that was not willing to structure itself in a way that could accommodate the needs of growth and Ministry of the lives Amen We could have had better programs, but we couldn't get it together We could have had the fire of God flowing in the church again and healing miracles and signs and wonders taking place individually and in the church again but we couldn't get it together, amen? The Bible said let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise in our life. It brings us to a place of unity and allows the fire of God to flow again. These churches weren't birthed on program services. They were birthed on anointed spiritual fire of God's Holy Ghost working through lives that desired more of God and lives to be changed. We got to be able to see the forest and not just the trees. We've got to be able today to see these things in our life. Unity is achieved by the Spirit of God and and our obedience. God's just not just going to come on you and bring you into unity without your desire to be there God establishes the way but we must choose somebody said miss a choice we must choose to walk in it by walking in the spirit the qualities of unity are paramount to dwelling in it and Paul began to speak in Ephesians and he began to to share some of those things with us and we need to look at it in chapter 4 the first thing he said was that we must be able to come into this place uh, where we find ourselves worthy and, and walking in the unity of God. But when we have the mindset of humility or being mindful of who we are, basically, and remembering that the grace of God that was bestowed upon your life is also bestowed upon all who will receive it. Amen. In other words, Sometimes the devil might want to make us get prideful, but we gotta always remember where we come from. I gotta remember the grace that God. I, oh, hallelujah. Would he devote that sacred head? For such a worm as I, Anybody ever felt like that worm? <laughs> Amen. Remind ourselves of God's grace by remembering who he, 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 he is in our life and what he done in our life and how he took us and he changed us and he transformed us. Nobody, if they can ever recollect the grace of God and where they've been and how God's brought them out, should ever have a pride problem. Amen. Humility is birthed upon the recollection of the reception of God's grace. Oh God, help us to always be able to understand that unity is not about me, it's about us. How many has ever had to find yourself getting in the back of things? Come on somebody when it was so tempting to get in the front and to begin to control the narrative, you found yourself backing up and getting in the place where God desired you to be, position yourself to be a part of the body. Philippians chapter two, verse three said that we should do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but rather in humility, value others above ourself. Look at somebody, tell them I love you, in the Lord amen I value you you're of high value even though you don't drive a Dodge y'all know I'm a, I got some folk that don't like Dodge a love Ford and Chevrolet I'm not gonna get into all that but your value today when we learn to humble ourselves into a place that where we put others' lives at a higher value than we do our own, we are positioning ourselves to come into unity with them. Oh, God, don't let pride get in our lives. Humility overcomes selfishness. It overcomes pride. It overcomes the perspective that sometimes we have of others that, that allow us not to look at them as God looks at them. But God help us to be humble enough to see the amen the forest and to see the lives that are there that are a part of the body. It's is not just other lives, but lives that belong connected to my life positions us to see the body fitly somebody shout fitly join together and then paul begins to say i'm coming to a close but give me just a second paul begins to say not only lowliness but meekness being able to harness a calmness somebody look at your neighbor and say don't lose it whatever you're doing don't lose it whatever comes your way don't lose it I know it's easy sometime now, ain't it? I don't care how Holy Ghost filled we are, we're still dealing with the flesh. And sometimes you can push some wrong buttons in people's lives. <laughs> Amen. But we can't lose it. We've got to be gentle we got to be able to be proactive and to be able to harness a kindness. That doesn't mean we're doormats that we get walked over, but we harness ourselves to be able to react in a way that continues to to nurture unity and continues to bring us to a place where we can accomplish the things that God wants us to accomplish. Even when dealing with difficult circumstances, we are called to be like Christians. Because I want to tell you something, God doesn't care whether you can win the war or not choose your battles God doesn't care he just wants to know if you can trust him and let him be the foundation of your reaction by walking in the spirit and trusting him God help us to be able in Psalm 147 verse 10 through 11 he said he delighteth not in the strength of a horse he taketh no pleasure in the legs of a man or a warrior but the Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him and those that hope in his mercy. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 declares unto us to be kind one to another. Look at somebody smile real big and mean it. Be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiven one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven us. Amen. That's enough, right there, to make us want to be kind to our brethren around us, and to love them, and to treat them with value. God wants us to have this gentleness. Then Paul begins to speak after gentleness. He said, "Give, give us long suffering, patience." That's part of being uni- unified, right? Well, it ain't happening quick enough. Well, hold on to your breeches, Grandma used to tell me that. Be patient. Some things that are good are worth waiting for. They were tarrying in the upper room. They had to wait for the promise. They didn't go in there and say, Well, he ain't showed up yet. I'm going to KFC. I'm not waiting on him any longer. He's God. He should have just went ahead and and sent his promise. No, they didn't do that. They went and waited patiently because the best things sometimes come through patient, long suffering. And sometimes we can get impatient with people who are in the process of transition and transformation by the spirit of God and get frustrated with people. But understand this, they're in a process and if we can be patient with them, God can bring to full circle and they can be the greatest blessing in the body that you've ever imagined they could be. And that is worth waiting for by the Spirit of God. <laughs> be patient, long-suffering. Refuse to embrace bitterness and unforgiveness as a response to offense. Amen. Don't let the devil mess you up don't let him see you sweat hey man don't get caught up in these things and then if you want to come on to the piano if you will please in 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verse 3 says endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ sometime we just gotta buckle up and go for the ride amen Got to be willing to buckle up with Jesus and go for the ride. Be long suffering. Endure hardness as a good soldier. Somebody just lift your head up and say, I'm walking with Jesus. Amen. I'm going to be the best soldier I can be for Him. I'm going to endure hardness. I, I, I'm going to march when I want to quit. I'm going to keep walking when I want to give up. There are going to be times when I want to throw in the towel. But I ain't going to do it. Because I'm walking with Jesus. If he can make it. I can make it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said. Be not afraid. I have overcome the world. If he can make it. Can make it as a matter of fact because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know he holds the future I'm going to keep walking with Jesus I'm going to continue to endure hardness and Paul says, forbearing one another in love, controlling our, our frustrations, and not just because it's the right thing to do, but because by His Spirit and, and through uh, uh, our uh, adoption into the kingdom of God, we have learned to love those around us and to love our God. Being able to restrain ourselves because we love someone. Even when it would be so easy to react, Galatians chapter six verse two said, "Bear you one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ." Before bearing, bearing with your neighbor, Amen. Bearing with their burdens, being patient—all these things really uh, tie together. But holding up one another in spite of who they are, Amen. Everybody ain't always going to make the right choices, but we still got to love them we still got to stand with them and hold them up and be forbearing with them everybody ain't gonna always do things right but they're still children of god can i go ahead and tell somebody just because somebody may mess up today they don't lose their salvation that quick come on now god god has some children that need to tighten up i'm one of them y'all didn't hear that did you my wife said amen How do we do that? By walking in the Spirit daily, holding one another up, being patient with them, forbearing with them. And then he says to endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit, stand with me, if you will, in the bond of peace. This is the course of our responsibility, church. We must desire to take the action necessary to dwell in unity. how many this morning says that's what I desire more than anything is for my church my home to be in unity I want to be in unity it's a beautiful thing it's precious it's valuable it has high value it's pleasant to the soul the bond of peace is the result of this unity When you get into that kind of unity, there's a peace. Oh, hallelujah, there's a peace. And that peace is a bond that gives you a desire that you don't want to lose that peace. So you do everything you can within your spirit man by faith to continue to endeavor to keep that peace. This keeps the church together, amen knows the church needs to stick together some some maybe have left it God has led away some people maybe have left over in the years past that the enemy won the battle in their mind it's happened in every church but I can tell you this the church needs to stick together in unity We need to support from the leadership all the way down. We need to support the position. Amen, there are gonna be some times we may not like decisions that are made or maybe totally agree with it, but we're still the church and we're still brethren. And we still gotta love one another. Amen. We gotta love one another as Christ loves us. We gotta love God and love our neighbors when we can do that brothers and sisters in Christ we can stick together we need that support system we need to be able to walk together to pray together to worship together and to thrive together how many wants to thrive together years ago I could help my daddy plant a garden I'm not going to keep you long let me just share this I could it's a disaster if I try to do that today I'm just not going be ashamed to tell you I can't plant a garden brother I can put it in the ground but I just can't get it to come out I've tried now maybe by accident I might be able to do something years ago I could plant a garden with my dad I loved over time just begin to see that garden break forth see that corn come up see those peas come up cabbage bell peppers, okra, how many loves okra? It's it's lunchtime, the preacher's talking about food. Hallelujah, I'm almost through. But I enjoyed seeing it thrive, seeing it produce. It took time, but in time, everything that needed to happen to bring it forth happened. From water to fertilizing, Pollinating whatever needed to happen and it came forth and we were able to reap the harvest What's that saying to us today? If we can be patient and get in unity and love God and love one another Not just our church every church every church everywhere Can get in that place that we can sit back and we can watch God do by his spirit what he does best and begin to see it thrive Begin to see it grow, and begin to see our sons and our daughters and our grandchildren, amen, their lives change and them come to know Christ as Savior and be transformed. Is that your desire today? I want to see my church thrive, because if my church is thriving, my community is going to thrive by the presence of God, and God is going to accomplish some great things. If that's your desire this morning, you want to thrive together, grow together, and build together, and accomplish the purpose of God together, look at somebody around you and tell them, we're better together. We're better together. And we're better together by the Spirit of God. I want to ask you this morning, is that your desire today that you want to see your church thrive and, and you want to be the conduit, you want to be an initiator of unity in the body? I want you to make your way to this altar and let's join together all over the church. I want to be an initiator of the unity in my life. I want to be a, a person that endeavors to keep the unity in the bond of peace. As we come together all over the church Everybody ought to be coming and Maybe you're a visitor this morning Maybe you're a visitor and you say Well I, I don't know if I need to come Come on we're all a part of the body of Christ peace Father I love you and I praise you I thank you for what you're doing. Peace Lord we come together standing stand in unity in solidarity together father, With singleness of mind of from the youngest to the oldest, Lord, this congregation stands together. That says, I will. I will be an initiator of the unity by Your Spirit, God. I want to be able to be a part of a thriving church. A church that's persevering, that's pressing forward. The church is pulling together and walking together and standing together.
1: Oh, by your spirit today. Hallelujah. I want to enjoy the peace of God in, my church, in, my home, in my life.
0: I want to enjoy the bond of peace. Flows from the
1: blessing of unity. God, we thank you forever. Hallelujah. I pray. Yes, I pray. The
0: of love. Lord, from one side of this congregation to the other, when by your spirit, moving, my cup, Lord, Fill my cup, Lord.
1: I lift it up. Lord. Just lift it up where you're at in your spirit and in your soul. Oh, come.
0: Some folks around you tell them you're part of me. If you're a child of God, you're part of this body. We're part of this body together, and I'm gonna do everything I can to support you in prayer and in love. I'm gonna stand with you, amen. I'm gonna stand in the gap with you, and we're gonna do this thing together. We love you, we appreciate you. He holds the
1: future. Life Life is worth
0: the living just because He lives. Amen. Can you give the Lord a big praise this morning? Praise offering of glory. Before we dismiss quickly, I meant to mention earlier, but I want to do it now before I forget we're fixing this dismiss, but uh, tonight we we're, first of all we're so grateful for all that you've done to make us feel welcome my family and I we're just grateful for for the things that you're doing and we can't thank you enough we're just grateful uh, next Sunday night not not tonight but next Sunday night for the next four Sunday nights I had talked with uh, Pastor doll uh, before we actually received the vote to come in he said he had about three or four more lessons to finish up on the revelation and he's, and that some of you had desired to see, hear him finish that well i desire to hear him finish it and uh and right now it would be a blessing to us because during the week i'm trying to kind of get to know everybody and then we're living in a camper and we're waiting on the house to close and i'm trying to trying to just kind of get settled in so it'd be a great blessing to us to be able to sit back and refresh there and uh and receive on sunday night the next four sunday nights and hopefully that give us time to close on our house too but uh so he's going to pick up next sunday night not tonight but next sunday night for the next four sunday nights and finish the series on the end time revelation amen how many look forward to hearing that we're looking forward to that uh if you need anything or uh, uh, that you need to get a hold of me, I think Sister Rhonda's put my number in the book. That's my cell number. If you know of anybody that needs uh, needs my attention or anything, whether they're sick or the situations are you can text me or you can call me. Now, if I don't answer the phone, please don't get mad and say he's screening his calls. Uh Sometimes I just, you know, may not be able to get to it right then. I'll call you right back or either shoot me a text if, you, if you're able to do that. And we just want to be as available as we can. Of course, we've got other leadership here, Pastor Chris and Pastor Eric and, and the board here. Let's give God praise and thanks for our board. Our council, we're grateful for them. I'm telling you what now, I've, I've, had, a, I've had a lot of councils in my life but i I feel there's something special about this one and i'm just not saying that there's something special about this one and we're just looking forward to to seeing what god is going to do amen so keep them in prayer amen let's let's just be thankful today for what god has blessed us with and how many is thankful for the ability and the 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 provision of worship sister Rhonda and, and all these on the praise team we're just grateful for them and we're grateful for everything god is doing here and uh, we just want to continue to persevere. Won't keep you. I know you're hungry because I've been talking about okra and food and peas. and But I didn't say chicken. <laughs> now you're really hungry, aren't you? Listen, we love you. We appreciate you. We're looking forward to it. Keep us in prayer. We're praying for y'all. Amen. I ask this morning, if you will. Uh,